A weekend with Jason Dacey replay from Money FM 89.3. We're talking careers here on Money FM 89.3. Earlier on, we were talking to Adrian Chu, the career strategist. Five reasons your job search isn't going well. He said, number one, just spraying and praying. Number two, you're just applying for jobs wrongly. Number three, you're not customizing your CV properly. Number four, you're going about it the wrong way. Let's tap into the hidden market. And number five, you don't have a working job search strategy. Adrian, I like those points. I'm going to give you my points now and see if you agree. Yeah, looking forward to it. Should. You know, this is all about, uh, you know, my 40 years in the life of uh, hard knocks or the school of hard knocks, as they say. So I'm not a trained uh, career coach like you, but um, by working for a long time, you get a few perspectives on things, don't mm. you? Yeah, yeah, you do. Tell and me, so, what's, what's, what's number one on your list? Well, again, I think the first one is related to yours. It's, num- it's number one is lack of focus too broad. Yeah. And again, that you touched on that as well, that you just don't really know what you want and you're just firing off um, applications to a very broad range of jobs uh, that were, you know, that maybe you could have done a few years ago, but they're not really relevant anymore. So you just kind of, again, it's like spraying and and praying. You're hoping that we talked about the Hail Mary pass last week in (laughs) NFL when you throw the ball high in the air and you hope someone's going to catch it. Yeah, that's right. So I think we agree on that one that um, you've got to be focused to start with, right? Yeah, correct. Otherwise, you're just... uh Tossing it the ball blindly, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, it's it's you know it's almost like going. We talked about dating before that you're just kind of going up to every girl in the street and asking them for a date. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, you kind of what's the looking for love in too many the wrong places, too oh, many yeah, places. That's correct. That's right. <laughs> it's a bit like that song. Oh yeah, that's you're looking right. for love in the wrong places and looking for work in the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, correct. All right, another one. Bad grammar, spelling mistakes in application. Oh, gosh, that's the biggest turn-off for me, seriously. Yeah. yeah. And I've even got uh, applications where they've got the name wrong and they put someone else's name on. Rather than saying Mr. Dacey, they'll say <laughs> Mr. Darcy or <laughs> Mr. Doozy. <laughs> and that is an immediate strikeout. It's just a turn-off. Uh, uh, and I tell you why, it's not because, uh, I mean, on, on one hand, it's because I'm, I'm very particular about grammar. Mm. But uh, that's not a thing. It just shows me that you've not had, uh, you've not, you don't pay attention to details. And yes. you've not even had... Uh, uh, the, you're not even asking someone else to help you proofread it. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're not good at it. And to me, it shows that, you know, what's, what's, what's wrong with this guy? Exactly. And yeah. there's always ways now with automation and the internet, isn't there? Artificial intelligence to try and help you, you know, take out mistakes. Yeah, correct. And even Microsoft Word will read underline anything that's wrong. And it's like, <laughs> what's wrong? You don't even see that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In fact, uh, I've even had people working for me as web uh, writers and editors who are making mistakes with headlines. And I'm like, how could you make a mistake with a headline? Yeah. You know, because uh, it, it highlights. Yeah, correct. And I get, and I still get phrases like "I is very good in details." <laughs> it's like, right. okay, yeah. yes, I'm sure you are. Yeah, yeah. So th- again, this is really something very basic. But believe it or not, and, and Adrian's been working in this business for for 20 years or longer, and you're still seeing it today, I'm aren't you? Still seeing it. Yeah, just get someone to proofread it. Yeah, because this is an immediate fail if you are going to for a job. Number three is the poor presentation at job interviews. I'm not talking about yet. I'm talking about uh, the way you dressed, but more about just the way your body language and, and the way that you, 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 not really your body language, more about just the way that you sell yourself. And we spoke about this before where you've got to, 
put your best foot forward, just like when you are on a first date. Yeah, that's right. It's the same things apply. You want to give the good side of yourself, not the bad side. You don't want to yeah. say, oh, look, uh, you know, the kids are screaming and I'm not um, <laughs> I'm behind on my mortgage payments and all that. <laughs> that's not a good thing to present, is it? Yeah, correct. No, I like your analogy about the first date and dating. Mm. Uh, it's very much the same thing. And, you know, uh, on, on the first date, right, you're exactly right. You don't, you don't uh, show your bad side. That's mm. all, all the bad stuff will has enough time to come out after you get married. Yes. So then you'll figure out, <laughs> oh man, what did I buy into? Yeah. But, but you're right. So on, on the first date, you know, at the first interview, uh, everything has to be above board. You know, you come across looking really, really like a real good catch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? And I think you should always have this kind of like, um, what's the right word? I guess no strings attached approach where your presentation, the way that you handle yourself in the job interview isn't attached to whether you're going to get the job or not. Look at the big picture. And I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, many years ago, I went for a job at the BBC. And this is like 30 years ago. And it was a job for an, as an assistant producer. It was a staff job. And in the BBC in the UK, it's very formal. You've got HR. You've got oh, the head wow. of department and all that. And I put in a pretty good presentation. They call it a board interview. It's like, it's, like, oh, wow. it's really heavy stuff. I didn't get that job. But because... I uh, presented myself well and I came across as, and I said, like, I wish everybody well and I love the BBC and all that. They offered me a, a contract position, yeah. which is just as good. In fact, it suited me better because the money was higher, there was more flexibility. Yeah, correct. So you don't have to be so focused on the result, right? Yeah, that's right. And sometimes even if you don't get the job, like what ended on your side, you know, uh, just the networking itself exactly. with the right decision makers at that level would have been priceless. Yes, exactly. So it it. it it was and it really that was the first time I got a significant job at the BBC and as you know I became a presenter yeah. and, and all that worked as a reporter in the US for them so it was a fantastic uh, opportunity for me from that one interview yeah and all wouldn't have happened if you gone there dressed sloppily yeah and have unshaven yeah exactly and this this goes into the next um, uh, point is the body language and dress sense oh, oh yeah and yeah you got to dress well dress for success right <laughs> yeah you you do. And, and it's and it's all to do with image, and also in terms of you, you can dress well, but you also want to present a very strong executive presence as well, because uh, it's it's and it's interesting because executive presence uh, it's it's a topic that few people talk about, mm. but it matters so much in your not just in your job search but even in your own career, and one of the things is that one of the reasons why uh, there was a very recent Harvard Business Review article which said that you know uh, the. A lot of times, 80% of the reasons why you're not getting a promotion is because your executive presence isn't there. So the the boss's boss's boss, uh, they don't know you you well. How they perceive you, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, it's like one one funny thing is one one feedback I've gotten uh, quite recently uh, in my previous job was that I tend to laugh a bit too loudly. Oh, to the yes. point, sometimes I giggle, if, right. if, especially uh, especially with alcohol mm. involved. But, <laughs> but, but right, so so it, it so I was advised, you know, don't laugh too loudly. Okay, adopt a more serious face when the big bosses are around. Mm. Otherwise, they won't take you seriously. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think, uh, you know, they may not have perceived you as someone serious about going a long f- way in your career. Maybe because of a certain personality, they thought this is your level. Yeah. You know, you're a good mid-level person, yeah. but being that higher executive because you're joking around so much may not be appropriate. Yeah, correct. So, so that, that's, that's the unfair reality of uh, the corporate world. Mm. But, but you have to watch your, your executive presence, especially during interviews, and especially more so if you are applying for senior-level jobs. Or jobs that are, or if you're gunning for a job that's above your pay grade, current pay grade, and you want to move up, yeah, yeah, you really have to show how. And one one quick tip a lot of people ask me is, how then do I behave 
in, in, a, in a manner that's, that's like that. And I always say, imagine your boss or your boss's boss. How would they behave? Mm. And just emulate uh, the kind of stuff. that, and, and that's how you get there. Right, right. Talking to Adrian Chu, the career strategist, uh, five reasons your job search isn't going well. Look, another one uh, story I'd share is, uh, I, as you know, I was in Malaysia. I got a really big job at Astro in Malaysia, the pay TV operator there. I was a vice president. I set up a, a team, a mm-hmm. sports production team. So pretty much I was the first hire. I came in. I had to hire people to build programs like uh, around English Premier League and around World Cups, uh, around major sports events. And uh, I was desperate to find kind of a, a producer, my first producer, because mm-hmm. I was the producer and I didn't want to have to do everything myself. So I had a guy, he, he was a Malaysian, a Malay Malaysian. Uh, he came in, he, they said, look, this guy's pretty good. He's been working in within the company quite well for quite a, a long time. And I wanted someone that knew the, the ropes of Astro. And it's a massive organization, mm-hmm. just like SPH or other media organizations within Singapore. And he interviewed really badly. He came in with a baseball cap. His, oh, no. It was around the wrong way. He was unshaven. He's wearing a T-shirt. And uh, I wasn't impressed at all. Not wow. impressed at all. You know, he seemed like a nice guy. You know, he's young. He was in his 20s at that time. And uh, anyway, I so said, definitely not going to give the job to this, this guy. Uh, but anyway, different cer- series of circumstances happened. And there was no other option. You know, I, I wanted to give... Uh, some other people the job, but they turned me down. Oh, so no. I, I, I got a, I got stuck with this guy. And you know what? It turned out to be fantastic. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. He's still working that company. Wow. Eight years later, he's been producing Premier League broadcasts. He's done World Cups. He was the best producer I ever worked with at, yeah. uh, at Astro. But his presentation skills were bad yeah. in the interview. You know, it was, it was me. He's a shy guy, you know. And yeah. his first language is Malay. Um, so he wasn't as confident in English. Now he's very good in English. Yeah. But it's, you can't always judge a book by its cover. Yeah, correct. But he almost lost it because of the cover. Mm. Yeah, so so that, that's tricky. So that's why it's one of the first things uh, normally when my clients come to me for interview training is I sit them through and I do, we do a dry run and, and we tend and we pick up areas where they can improve in terms of their presentation. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course, the first, the first uh, minute is the time is to make or break. Exactly. And it's, isn't it funny that many years later, he's still in that company and still doing super well, and he almost blew it in the job interview. Yeah, correct. What would have happened if he had uh, no sliding doors, right? If it, oh, something know. else had happened. I know. I guess, look, in Malaysia, it's a lot more casual than Singapore. So sometimes a casual approach can perhaps work, but I don't know. I just think that uh, I, I think if he went to a job interview now, he'd be better, but he's still that kind of you know shy, uh, <laughs> casual guy. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> no, it is. It is. I mean, if it's your style, it's fine. Mm. Uh, and also, you got to see the culture. So another question a lot of my clients are asking me is, how do I dress for the interview? Mm. Because they are afraid, you know, if they dress in a suit and tie and everything, and they walk in and suddenly it's like a, or casual. a startup, and everyone's yeah. not in casual, what do you do? So you, or if you go in casual, you think it's a startup. Yeah. You go there, and then suddenly everyone <laughs> you see is all in. So, so the advice I gave is, number one, ask the headhunter, ask the interviewer, what's the dress code? Mm. If, they, if you're not getting clarity on it, always... Aaron, a set of caution, dress up. Yes. Yeah. You know, when I, when I did my first job in journalism at the City Morning Herald, this is when I was 18 years old, I used to dress up quite a lot and I used to wear a three-piece suit. Remember those three-piece <laughs> At 18. Oh, wow. And, and the boss, the guy, the, the, the boss was a guy called Ian Hicks and he was, uh, he'd always dress in a three-piece oh, wow. suit as well. And they sort of said, oh, is he, is he, your, is he your dad? Or is <laughs> <laughs> but I, look, looking back, it didn't, didn't do any harm by dressing well at work. 
No, it doesn't, right? In fact, I think it makes you stand out smarter, sharper. An 18-year-old in a three-piece suit. Can you imagine it? In the, in... <laughs> I'm trying to imagine you in a three-piece suit. Now it's like, wow, okay. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Point number five, you're aiming too low or too high. Yeah, that's very true. You're being unrealistic about, uh, you know, I, I want to become the, the VP of that company and you're, you know, you've only got five years experience and, uh, or you're just too low that you've had all this experience and you're aiming for really menial jobs or jobs that would be given to a 25-year-old and you're 50. Yeah. I don't want to be age age uh, centric here, but we know what, what uh, it's it the harsh reality of yeah. life out there, right? Yeah. So you're exactly right. Uh, you need to know. Uh, which falls back on a job search strategy again. What exactly are you targeting? Mm. So I had this guy who was really splendid, uh, very very good guy who was, who was in his early thirties, but he was quite disappointed because he told me I've not been getting the roles which I'm looking for. And, and when I asked him what sort of roles he was looking for, he was looking for. Uh, he was trying. He felt he wanted to go into consulting, and he was applying for the BCGs, uh, the McKinseys, and everything. Mm. I said, look, those guys only apply. Only we'll look at your CV if, if you're from Watson, right, Harvard, right. Or whatever it is. Yeah, no, yeah. you you maybe you're brilliant and everything but you know it's just not there so mm. so he it was he was setting himself up for failure mm. uh, by applying for the wrong type of jobs ah. so exactly to your point you know too high too low mm. you need to know uh, where is that goldilocks zone yes where it's just right mm-hmm. and 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 go for it it's all a bit of a game, isn't it? You have to play the game right. It's not about how good you are, how bad you are. It's about the, how you play the game. Yes, correct. And uh, persevere. Keep pressing on. Mm. It's not... Uh, and sometimes I've had this other client of mine as well. He was disappointed because he was looking for a job for about three months, three to four months, and he couldn't find anything at all. And it turns out that, you know, it's just sometimes it's just a matter of timing. Exactly. Uh, it, it's uh, during that period of time, like, like right now, no one's going to leave their jobs right now mm, because mm. they're all waiting for their bonuses. So mm-hmm. if you can try applying for jobs and everything, looking out, the opportunities aren't there. Mm. But if you try again in January or February, that's where all, all the, the, the fruits start uh, getting ripe and they start dropping off the trees. And again, I take it back to the dating analogy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You could be asking the girl out, she's already got a boyfriend, right? And you never know, maybe in a few months' time, she won't have a boyfriend. Yeah, correct. See, so just uh, keep her on, uh, just keep stalking her. <laughs> no, no uh, in a nice way, right? I guess yeah. it, it, be serious here. You don't want to stalk a, a potential employer, but if you just let them know that you're around and yeah. you know you like them. Yeah, just stay in touch, right? Uh, and, and you know, when the need arises, when, when the boyfriend dumps her, <laughs> and then uh, she'll she'll drop you in a, a hey, what's up uh, <laughs> message, and then, yeah, they take it from there. Yeah, right? because you, you presented yourself in a good way, and uh, you were there, and you look solid, and, and uh, maybe worthwhile. Yeah, that's right. I like this uh, relationship analogy. <laughs> we could go on forever, couldn't oh, we? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we could indeed. So just summing up, summing up my five... Uh, ways or reasons your job search isn't going well, lack of focus or too broad, bad grammar, spelling mistakes and application, poor presentation at job interviews, body language and dress sense is bad, and aiming too low or aiming too high. And there's some crossover with yours, Adrian. Do I get a pass? Pass. Flying colours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. We wish everybody out there well in their job search. It's not an easy market. Adrian, they're going to have to do their best and keep trying, right? Yeah. And obviously, if you're stuck, get help. Uh, don't, don't, don't go to YouTube. Don't, don't use the I feel lucky button on Google. <laughs> no, just, just talk to someone who's a professional. Yeah. And you can reach out to Adrian Chu, the career strategist, or many other career coaches out there. Adrian, thanks for being our guest. Fantastic. Thanks, Jace.